Hello and welcome back. We're already laughing and I just hit the record button. Oh, what do we call this thing again? What now, Jesus? What now, right? Jesus? Yeah, when something like that. All, when you got it all figured out, uh, the Lord the Lord throws you a curveball. Yeah. Sort I'm taking like your that. lines. How about that? Hey, everybody. Yeah, this is Father David Dosick here <laughs> with, <laughs> you, with the great host of this podcast. Father Kyle Schnipple, uh, do you, I would be glad to let you host one, one week. I wouldn't even know what to do, what buttons to press or how to. <laughs> I'll push the buttons. You, you do all the talking. Oh yeah. Push the buttons. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> well, I have a very important question to start with, which I did not Uh-oh. prompt you for. Okay. Yeah. Why does it always feel so good to come into the house and take your shoes off? Hmm. See, I don't, I somewhat, I don't know that I'm going to have to get used to that because, um, I usually don't take off my shoes when I get in the house. Oh, so you see, so that may be my problem only because, uh, what would I say? I don't want to bend down and untie my shoes. <laughs> am I that, am I oh, that lazy? Oh, I don't want to untie them. I just kick them off. <laughs> oh yeah. See that's yeah. But then, but then what happens for me is like I kick them off and then I have to untie them to put them back on my feet. Back on. Cause yeah, I can't eventually have to untie them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh, this is a conundrum. So I just oh. keep them on. <laughs> yeah. So, I, but I, I just... I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get to that mode because uh, we refinished the floors at the rectory here in Eaton. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Like I came in today with wet shoes and I was like, oh, I need to take off my shoes. So I did that at the door. But you're right. It is enjoyable. I think it's it's like, uh, what would I say? It's like a clear break, you know, between yeah. what you just did and where you're where you're going here. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe that's and the best just, way to describe yeah, it. I think it's just coming in and being like, oh, just I'm home. I'm just relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's the uh, the country in both of us that we just want to be barefoot <laughs> most days, but not like discalced Carmelites or anything or no, Franciscans. No, 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 not, no, no, no. Not when I'm walking out in the snow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, some someone described uh, shoes to me as feet prisons, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I I could go with prison. that. Feet prisons. <laughs> what would sandals be? <laughs> oh, she had another word for that. Sandals okay. were like. Feet parole? I don't. I don't remember. Parole? Yeah. yeah. Parole? I don't know. Okay. Oh gosh, that's yeah. crazy. I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. How'd your weekend go? Everything go all right? My weekend was was fine, and I enjoyed today. Just kind of relaxing after three masses this morning, yeah. and unfortunately, I was a little bit. Uh, what would I say? I feel like I had a good homily, very impactful. A lot of people appreciated it. Uh, but um, um, just the the dreary rain and the gray yeah. kind of just slowed me down. I don't know how to describe it other than that's just how I felt going to church to church. Uh, yeah. And it was like, we're on time. We're doing fine. But it just feels like I'm 10 minutes behind. I don't <laughs> it, understand why. <laughs> it was a heavy day yeah. weather-wise. Yeah. yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I... I I felt the same way. I felt like my homily was good. I liked how it came together. Uh, but it also was just like huh, kind of a, a plod to get there. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. Well. yeah. Yeah. Well, coming up this week, Father Kyle, is a big, a big, uh, I would say secular holiday now. <laughs> <laughs> we call it, we call it Halloween. Halloween. 
in All Hallows Eve. All Hallows Eve. Before. Uh oh, give uh, us a history lesson. Give it to us. All Saints Day. I think it's just the the vigil for All Saints Day, All Hallows Day, All Holies Day. And hopefully, maybe your Catholic church or your parish is doing something like my my kids are uh, here at Religious Ed. This is going to be the first time doing it ever. Yeah. Uh, So I was working with my religious education director and parents uh, to give them kind of a, it's like a wax museum of saints. So they're going to be in church. They're going to research their saint. And basically, you're going to have the ability, all the parishioners, everybody to come in to go up to that person and kind of press a button. And then they tell you about the saint. And then the youth ministry is going to be uh, reenacting saint scenes. I hope the martyrdom scenes are most important in all their (laughs) saints reenactments. I hope so. I I didn't investigate further, but uh, they have not reached out to me for blood, guts, and gore stories. Oh, man. So... um, I, am, I, I those are the best stories though. I know. I have high expectations. Like St. Dennis picking up his head and walking. Yeah. What? Like love what? it. I, I don't know this story. Yeah, St. Dennis. Yeah. The, like In the France. founder of Rome or founder of Paris? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they chopped off his head and then the, the legend says that he continued to go and proclaim the gospel. He picked up his head and kept <laughs> so you sit there and go, oh legend? I'm like, that's an awesome image. That that that's, that's a Halloween wild. image walking around yeah. town right now. Wow. Okay. I, I don't even know what to do with that. So yeah. So you know uh what would you say, Father Kyle, to a parent who's a Catholic, right? And their kid says, I want to dress up as the devil this Halloween. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I don't have kids and I don't have to address that question <laughs> great, myself. Great, great answer. Great, yeah. great answer. Yeah. So I was, I'd be like, why? Well, why? And and I say this thinking I might have dressed up as the devil once or twice as a child for this, for Halloween. So you can have both sides of the coin here. All right. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, okay, so why do you tell me, why do you, why do you want to dress up in that way? And, mm-hmm. you know, see what, what's going on. Shouldn't we, you know, so we, okay. So should a child dress up only as a saint for Halloween? Mm. Mm. So your your sister calls you, says your son wants to go as blah 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 blah, and you're like, well, or she wants him to go as a saint only. And what do you say to that? I realize I also did not answer your question about what Very do you say to the you kid? Turn who, that one. <laughs> <laughs> I turned that one right around on you. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, uh, that I only want to be a saint, right? Yeah. Well, I'd sit there and say, you know, there's no, there's nothing wrong in that. Whatever that they want to dress up as, say it's like a movie star or this, you may actually find out that there's a saint for all those things. That's true. Most people, That's most true. people have never really actually researched, like who's mm-hmm. the patron of nurses or who's the patron of doctors or dogs, so you know, so, so there's an opportunity probably for learning more about the saint uh, for whatever mm-hmm. the profession or the career is that that child might like, um, you know, it's a hard thing of saying, you know, when they want to dress up as something different, you know, can you, can you not? 
I think I'd say as long as you take the the good initiative of trying to connect them to a patron or patroness mm-hmm. to give yeah, them some guidance, that. yeah. that's okay. But to answer the question that I might have proposed, if, if a child wants to dress like the devil um, or a ghost, I know, know I've like, gone as a ghost as a yeah, kid. things like that. You know, <laughs> I, I think I think it's a very prudential step to sit in there and say, as you did, why are you doing this? Yeah. Um, you know, and so, you know, it may just be because it's intriguing or they saw it. Okay. But then to provide them factual information, like the devil is bad. Yeah. And he's real. He, he kills people not only in this way, but forever. Yeah. Um, and then ghosts, you know, well, we, we really believe in angels and saints, but there are bad, bad spirits. And I just think to clearly and to tell parents, say no to your children. Yeah. Because the next thing you know, it turns into a seance. It turns into a Ouija board, tarot cards. I'm not joking. Yeah, I, it, it opens I a door. Kids it's in my parish right now that are dealing with this stuff. And it's right now yeah. during this time. And it's just because of an interest. Uh-huh. And no one ever said to them, this is dangerous and you shouldn't go any further. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I just encourage parents to first have that honest conversation. Why? But if it is truly because, you know, well, I, I like the devil. I, I like that they do things bad. Uh-huh. Okay. Now we really have to emphasize yeah. virtue. We have to emphasize yeah. the truth of what really has happened here. Um, and maybe account, maybe reading the accounts, uh, where the devil tempted Jesus, yeah. you know, and, and, and then the Lord is resistant to that. And we got to be on the Lord's side. You know, it's a, it's a tough time though, because you'll see a lot of kids will dress up as demons or ghosts or other things. And they have no belief. Yeah. They have no belief in God or the devil, but they just think it's mm-hmm. fascinating. And I think that's a greatest trick of the it evil is. one to enter in. That's it. For, yeah, it's it's his greatest trick, but I think it also speaks to that longing that we all have in the heart for the divine, for the transcendental, for for that a longing that's in the heart that there's more than just this world mm-hmm. in this world, you know. <clears throat> so, it, and and maybe that's where the the avenue that parents can take with kids is like, okay, you the longing that you have, the thirst that you have for for power, for influence, or whatever it is, is only fulfilled through our relationship with Jesus Christ, not in any other way, you know? Yeah. Like for me, it was a hard thing when, uh, well, my, you know, my brother lives in, in uh, the, tip, the Tip City area, and their, their, um, their mascot for that school is the Red Devil. Oh, so right. Every, yeah. So every time you go to a cross-country meet, volleyball meet, yeah. any sporting activity... Go devils. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't say it. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I just don't say it. If I want to support somebody, I'll support the person on the team. Go their name, you know. Yeah. I'll root Go for nephew. my niece and nephews. I well, I won't root for the devils. I'm sorry. I just, yeah. yeah. You know, the Duke yeah. Blue Devils, which cracks me up being a, a, a divinity school. A divinity yeah. school, a Christian university. Yeah. Um, and again, I just wonder, is this the greatest trick 
to just open up a door and, and let that be, um, I don't know. But um, I'd have to talk to an exorcist and really get <laughs> what the heck's going on there. But Yeah, they have some them. stories. And I wonder if it just starts with that very simple kind of, oh, it's not that bad. Oh, they're kids. Yeah. Well, they don't, they don't know any better. And then the, what, you know, what happens in the next thing, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I just encourage parents to be vigilant, to ask good questions. If they see something, you know, do something about it. Uh, don't feel yeah. like, oh, you're being a goody two-shoot. You don't need to do anything. Just ask a good question. Yeah. But the other the other one is, is what do you do, Father Kyle, if you're handing out candy to people and all of a sudden the devil shows up on your doorstep <laughs> dressed with his red pitchfork asking for candy? <laughs> How well, do you evangelize that kid right in that moment yeah. and not uh, say, get away from me, you devil? <laughs> Well, the rectories resist the I, devil, and he will he will go he will flight right. He will flee. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the rectories I've lived in recently have never. You, know, I don't know that I've lived in a rectory where people have come by to trick or treat. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so that's for one thing. Uh, I mentioned in my homily today, uh, and I don't even remember how I got there. That when you feel the devil's temptation, Jesus told you, you have one thing that that you have to. You, one thing you can say, Jesus told me to tell you to go to hell. And I don't mm. know if I would say that to a, a, a eight year old that shows up on my doorstep asking <laughs> for candy or not. <laughs> uh, I would definitely say not a good choice of words. huh? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Probably not. Uh, but I would, I would, I would wonder, I, I don't know. I would maybe say something along the lines of, you know, Jesus is bigger and stronger than you. And I have Jesus, you know, I don't know. I would probably make a joke of it somehow. Yeah. So I don't, I'd say something like, wow, I just, I just think for such a good kid as you are, that you wouldn't be doing the things the devil would be doing. Yeah, That's true. You know, trying that's to encourage true. them. And then mm-hmm. maybe with ghosts, I'd be like, wow, that's so cool. I love your costume. But, um, you know, you can just sit there as a simple runner. It's so good that, you know, we also have saints and angels that are kind of hovering over us and helping us yeah. every day. Yeah. And here's your candy. Yeah. God bless you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yep. I think saying that yep. too, God bless you when you give them the candy, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, just trying to Christianize what was once a Christian feast. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Hard. I, I, just, I just think it's important to do something there for Halloween. Um, and good for you parents, getting your kids out there dressed as saints. <laughs> they will be the weirdest costumes anyone has ever seen. Yeah. I want someone to be dressed as St. Lucy walking around with eyeballs on <laughs> their eyes. Yeah. yeah. That'd be Going epic. back to your comment there, though, that kind of, you know, humanity or man and woman, they kind of had this desire for the transcendent. Yeah. Uh, this, you know, so um, I have to confess, I'm I'm a ghost story nut. I love. Oh, them. I love them. Yes. Oh yeah. So once you once and, you, get, you and the other Father David, say again. You and the other Father David, Father David yes. Sundberg. Oh, absolutely. You both yeah. love the scary story, ghost story. Correct. Correct. Yeah. We're we're we always schedule different uh, ghost stories and things, and <laughs> and uh, I'll be seeing him this weekend or this go, upcoming week. Where we'll have some you, fun. So. Yeah, you're gonna watch a scary movie together. 
Uh, we already did that. I think what we're okay. going to do is maybe go out on a like a one of those um, uh, trail rides where it's a scary trail ride or whatever. Nice. Uh, so, so uh, we'll we'll go we'll go and do that. It's not so much that here I get scared, but we like watching other people that get scared, and then that kind of <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of funny. But uh, that's maybe the, yeah. <laughs> You're terrible. But, yeah. Do you have any good ghost stories of rectories or, no. or anything of that crazy? No, I really don't. I wish I yeah. did. Do you? No. I mean, the way you're smiling and, and like e- you're eager to tell mm-hmm. a story, I can tell. Yeah, I try to think if I do or don't. I mean, I don't really know if it's quote a ghost story, but there's been times when you like walk into a church and like a hair on the back of your head, handstand or your your head uh, kind of stands up a little bit. You uh-huh. ever had those? I mean, have you seen my hair? Okay, so it doesn't stand up that tall. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I, I mean, yeah, I've had, I've had like probably more going into like hospital rooms or nursing home rooms where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, something happened here, and and I'm just gonna pray for it to be at peace. You know, kind of. Yeah. Thing. yeah, I wouldn't say that I've had any at, at least the rectories where I stayed at. Um, yeah. Any manifestations or anything like that that are okay. just scary okay. or anything like that. Uh-huh. But. Um, yeah, no, it's just it's just fascinating. I think there's one one old rectory, I think, that people in the Archdiocese of Cincinnati that's oftentimes said that it might be haunted. Um, I know the older Father Sumberg knows which one that is. Because he, sta- he stayed there when he was a seminarian. <laughs> oh, yeah, could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so what's your story? You haven't told your story. Oh, I don't really have a story. I was just trying oh. to see if you had one or not. No, I'm I'm boring. I have no story. I guess the most fascinating one would be a, a story of history more than anything, and in legend, uh-huh. ghost ghosts may may or may not be involved in it. Okay, but <clears throat> I find it funny that uh, I started to go down occasionally to the Mothman Festival down in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, where they Moth, have Moth yeah, Mothman. That this is this is lit- you are looking it up right now. I know you are. <laughs> I'm I'm so intrigued. So yeah, so we go. Uh, Father Schumberg and myself, we go down to this wonderful event, and it's a conglomeration of like nuclear weapons at some moment in time, and a spill happened, and then genetics could have been impacted in that area. Oh, so okay. a moth and a man, but then also the Silver Cross Bridge in 1971. Um, fell down and many people died um, right around uh, Christmas time. And so what people say is they saw two red eyes up on the top of the bridge. Uh, and there's your story of Mothman. Oh. And so there's a little festival down there, right? But then the most fascinating thing is I get moved to Preble County, Ohio, to Eaton, Ohio. Yeah. And I look at, I look, I'm looking in the newspaper here, the Register Herald, the local newspaper, and it says Mothman detectives coming to Eaton, and I said <laughs> no way. And it was literally like this ghost 
uh, story adventurers. Oh, right? it's like ghost hunters or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they come to Eaton. I go. <laughs> of course you do. I, yeah, exactly. I'm there in the room with like 30 other people. And it's just fascinating listening to the story. It's about like how they searched for Sasquatch, how they they saw the footprints, you know, and then Mothman. But the most important thing of all was they then opened it up to questions and answers. Oh, right? my. And I'm just I got like a pad a legal pad of paper because i i am getting some good ghost stories so all of a sudden i hear of like seven areas in preble county where there are recorded like ghost stories and darkish figures and all this stuff Uh and so i'm not saying i'm a ghost hunter in preble county but i am saying that i've been to these places and i've looked at them and i can't i really can't oh my i can't i can't uh what can I say? I can't, uh, what's the word? Validate their claims as individuals. Um, I can I can validate their story, but their claim and what really did take place, I, I'd probably guess from natural oh. causes more than... Oh, my more stars. Than, uh, Father David. Yeah, so, so I love, I love these ghost stories and searching for them. It's fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. I love it. You're incredible. I have not bought like a whole kit or anything like taps. You know, I haven't done anything like that. So <laughs> no, well, yeah, no, <laughs> I've kept I, it to a minimum, you know, <laughs> I want to say you need a better hobby, but it, a hobby's a hobby, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. You find me going to these different, like I was in a gravel pit and I'm like, why am I here? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You know, <laughs> somebody said there was up really? on this gravel pit, this figure and it happened and somebody died and all that stuff. So Oh, my stars. I love piecing together the story more than anything. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's incredible. I have nothing like that. I'm so boring. <laughs> I'm sorry. See, so that's why oh, I get stars. excited around Halloween time because uh, I think there's a channel. I have to search it, but it's like they call it Ghost to Coast. And they just tell about stories, ghost stories all day long. It's like a serious XM or something like that. And I'm like, oh, yeah. man, that is on repeat all this week. That is oh, Father repeat. Sunberg would be all over that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my stars. Mm. I, I don't even I don't even know where to go from there. I'm like, I I feel like is there a question? Is there a comment? Is there I don't I have no idea. No, I just I I'm pretty sure the Lord provided that for me so that I <laughs> so that I would have some something to do for the next uh you know two to three years researching uh-huh. these ghost stories. Okay. Uh while doing ministry out here. <laughs> out there in, in grand old Purple County. That's right, exactly. So, man. I have not done I have not done what most people do in that instance, which is actually interview people about their experiences. <laughs> I have not gone that far. No. He's got to draw that, the line somewhere. Well, the, the window where I say the eyes of my heart were opened at that meeting. And I don't know if I'd get really solid facts out of the, <laughs> out of the information. I, I think I would, I would get a few questionable things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Oh my. But I oh. love I love how every time like you say, well, why didn't you get a picture of it? Why didn't you get, you know, some 
some factual information. I love the excuses. Well, the batteries ran out. Oh, there's you always know, the, a story. The sun, the glare turned my lenses right around. Yeah. Which just like, goes to prove that I'm what I'm saying is the truth. Exactly. <laughs> that's even that's even freakier, which means yeah, it was real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I love that excuse. That's so good. Mm-hmm. And it's great. <laughs> so my uh Speaking of like things that prove to, to at least talk a little bit about the faith, I loved in the gospel today, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus. Mm-hmm. And I just, it struck me that I think it felt like Mark included that little detail to say, this guy is known to the Christian community, the early mm-hmm. Christian community, that, that the community that he was writing to knew who Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus was. I was like, well, oh, that's fun. Yeah. I got nothing I more than get, that. What I saw in there, at least, was the connection with our first reading from the book of Jeremiah. Yeah. Where the, where the Lord said, um, towards the end, I'll gather them all to myself. And then mm-hmm. he says, and Ephraim, you know, which is one of the 12 children. Yeah. And God reveals himself even while uh, the chaos is happening. They've lost their vision, their sight as a people and a nation. God is still calling them back, and he remembers even the smallest child, Ephraim. Yeah. And so when I heard, like, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, the the story is recounting, like, no Christian, no child is ever forgotten. Even when they're at Jericho, the lowest place on earth, and darkness, they can't see anything. Yep. The only thing that I saw that was very interesting to me, maybe for you, was the words that he said to Jesus, you know, what do you want me to do for you? He says, I want to see. I want to see. But the Greek actually is, I want to see again. Oh, I didn't know that. Anablepo. Anablepo is the Greek. And so it says, oh, I want to honor. see again. Yeah. Uh-huh. So some so he wasn't born blind. Huh. So some way, and I think that's just sitting there saying. At least for me, I, I took that to mean, you know, it gives me a lot of hope for a lot of people, myself included, who have allowed ourselves, whether willfully, intentionally, or by circumstances, to become blind to God's presence. Yeah. Yeah. I I found that verb very uh, just opening up a breath of new air to, to seeing okay. Bartimaeus. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. verb there in Greek. Right. I, I didn't know that. I thought it was just, yeah, he's born blind. That's it. Until I read that and read a commentary in the Greek and it was no way. Okay. No, I didn't know that. That's a, that's a fun little factoid. Yeah. Yeah. So Which, yeah, no matter how deep you go, there's always more fun little factoids you can dig up and discover. And if, and if you go towards the original languages. Oh yeah. For real. It's always like, Oh, mm-hmm. great. <laughs> mm-hmm. That throws a wrench in my system. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you see the Bakken's cross-country team won district? I did see that. Yeah. My we nephews were first and second on the team. First and second? Yeah. Correct. That's awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I was there. I got to go. So. Oh, you were there, huh? Yeah. Come on from the Root side. Mm-hmm. You betcha. You your, was it, to, it was yesterday, right? Yesterday? It was yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't raining yesterday, so it was a good day. Then. No, it was it was a nice. It was, yeah. It, it, when they ran, it was a nice day, so it was nice when they ran. It was cool, then, which made it good. So, I was trying to think local sports 
here in Eaton, they the girls won their um, the tennis state. Oh, really? As a team, yeah. First, awesome. yeah, first time in the history of the school, so that was that was great. Awesome. And then volleyball in their cross country, and then their football unfortunately lost their last regular season game. Oh no! So they were nine and one. Wow! But they're going on to the playoffs. Okay. And and in my opinion, if you ever have a loss like that, it's good because it teaches it? you you can lose. Yeah, it wakes you it's up. It's over. Now you got nothing else to worry about. Yeah. Go win. <laughs> yeah. I saw the Eaton team at uh, the cross country meet yesterday. That they were they different division than Bakken's, I obviously. Sure. So, yep. Yeah. So Oh well. We have a so, priest convocation this week. Did you do you remember that? Wednesday? Yes, I have it on my calendar. But uh, you, you have it on your calendar? I it, I keep forgetting about it. I think <laughs> I'm just kind of blocking it out of my mind. But it is on spiritual fatherhood. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see how many of our priests will be interested in fatherhood with family of parishes. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. Good to point. me, it's a very apropos assessment because we're increasing in family size. You have to increase yeah. your father fatherhood here. Yeah. Capacity mm-hmm. to love and to receive. Yeah. Um, and, and unless we do that, unless we do that in the heart of Christ, none of this is going to work. Nope. So and, uh, and do it from the heart yeah. of Christ in a, in a spirit of prayer. Mm-hmm. Leading, yeah. And hopefully yeah. together, hopefully we achieve that, uh, that sonship in the father. Mm-hmm. Um, which is key for priests. So I do look yeah. forward to it, but I also know that uh, usually on retreats, we don't talk about things. We just go on retreat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't. Yeah. Oh, well. So if, if, if I get this out in time, which I should be able to get it out tomorrow, I don't know if I'll get it out tonight. We're recording late on Sunday night. Sure. Um, so I'll get it out tomorrow. And then, so if you hear this by Wednesday, say a prayer for your priests here in the archdiocese. We need all the help we can get. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we do. So, anything else exciting coming up? Uh, nothing for me. Halloween, priest convocation. Um, yeah. That's about it for me. Yeah, otherwise, mm-hmm. yeah, good to go. Okay. Well, with that, I think uh, maybe we'll call it a night. Great. Thanks, Father Kyle. Great. All right. Good to see you, Father David. Follow us, uh, share the podcast with friends if you can, if you uh, if you think it's worthwhile. And uh, don't be afraid to leave a question, comment, and we'll talk to you soon. God bless. What Now, Jesus? is a podcast produced by Father Kyle Schnippel and Father David Dosek. Any views and ex- opinions expressed are solely our views and opinions and do not reflect those of our diocese, of our church, Uh, or anyone else besides those of us who are appearing on the podcast. God bless.